It's Dre's world, Dre's world, party time, excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's been sitting in my head for a few days ever since I made that tweet. What is up? Live from Los Angeles, it's Dre's Geek Philosophy, or if you prefer, it's Dre's world. Because I had that revelation this past week, gentlemen, as, as I was driving around the, 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 the beautiful city of San Gabriel, mm-hmm. I realized... This show is basically a modern <laughs> Wayne's world. Morons get together <laughs> and talk about things they like. Hola, Chanel. And, you know, it's like, I'm Wayne, you're Garth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, Sam, you're the cameraman's like, and we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wayne's world. It's Trey's world. A little bit. A yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It totally is. <laughs> We're, 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 at some point, we're going to get sponsored by Noah's Arcade, <laughs> and then Noah's wife is going to try to bang you. <laughs> See, that reminds me. Oh, no, no, Noah's wife's going to try to bang you. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> no, that, not that Garth. No. <laughs> the cameraman. Okay. Uh, the uh, AV guy. I can get into that Noah's Arcade money. I'm cool. Yeah, all, all them quarters, son. But there was <laughs> a bunch of old school uh, public access shows back in the day mm-hmm. that really, every town had their own, but there was a couple of them that really, like, had big-time splashes for public access. Right, right. Uh, uh, Do you remember any of them? No, I, I don't. There was one back in the day called Dino and Rocco's Back Alley Show. <laughs> that sounds like something dirty. It was. It was they had folk stars on it. They had, like, dirty... I knew it. They yeah. went in the back alley. Uh, I was back, this was back when I was in, like, middle How school, How deep is your school. valley? Here's the fun part. Dino turned out to be one of my substitute teachers in high school. Whoops. And all of us knew who the hell he was. You knew. You so knew. I got his business card and everything. And as soon as I graduated, I was like, I tried to hit him up and everything. He's I want to work guy. for you. I want to get into the smut peddling business, sir. I, hey, it was a funny racket. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't have any, he never got back to me, but I thought it was hilarious that I was like, like hey, here I am in geometry and it's, Freaking Dino and Rocco's back alley <laughs> co-signed. Hey, excuse me, Mr. Substitute Teacher. Can you tell us about the porn stars that you've interviewed on your public access show? Dude, his, his mascot was a dick. Oh, I was going to say, like, was it a beaver? It was like a really big, like, huge dick, and it actually had, like, various diseases. Oh, oh good God. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? No, no, no. God, God, God. Yeah, if you yeah. ever want to have a fun time, Google search Dino and Rocco's Back Alley Show. If you can find it anywhere, I'm not sure if any <laughs> video of it ever existed about, on YouTube yeah. or anything. But well, you know what? It, it might it. be. I'm sure somewhere. I'm yeah. sure someone, some, somewhere has uploaded it. Because people have kept VHS tapes and they, they oh, put yeah. that shit up. You, you cannot escape the past. Just like 20 years from now, when, I, when, when I'm a 60-year-old man, they're, they're, these videos will resurface and I go, shit, there I am again, being a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, this is, the, the, you know, the, the, all these shows, like, mm-hmm. the, this is like, because of internet now, this is the, this is public access now. Oh, yeah. We, we mm-hmm. now we, I, we have a studio in our pockets. I, I use a cell phone. I use a PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, we use this fancy equipment so we can record the audio. Yeah. <laughs> For the internet. Oh, the internet. For the internet. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's great. You know what, you know what's not great? I had to wake up at four, goddamn thirty in the morning. I know you, sir. You're like, there's a four thirty in the yeah. morning. 
Be, being a proprietor of a comic book store, you, you don't need to wake up before 11 very often. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I remember those days back when I was a comic book clerk. I, I, I don't think, uh, if it was a weekend, I did not wake up before 11. <laughs> or, or back after I, I had finished college, oh yeah, I could show up to Comic Galaxy at 11.59, pissing on old Barry, <laughs> or the, my, my, the old boss, the, the original owner of Comic Galaxy. I make him mad, like, why do you show up at the last second? I'm like... What incentive do I have to be here? Be early. <laughs> there is no incentive to be here early to a comic book store. <laughs> I make five bucks an hour <laughs> slinging comics. But man, I had to get up early as fuck today. Yeah. My, 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 my new my, my new job, you know, I'm a retail rep, and I have to go to supermarkets on occasion. Today, I had to go to Sprouts. I, I was at the Sprouts by your house, Mr. Oh. Samzia. I, I was there from five a.m. <laughs> To noon. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Seven seven glorious hours of moving yogurt. That sounds delicious. No, then I was about to say. See, I, I, I felt like you were gonna go space balls on me, but <laughs> you seek yogurt. Yes. I also am hungry. And yeah. you're also sounds hungry. delicious right now. I just there are so many Even different types of plain yogurt. Just plain yogurt. There's so many types of fucking yogurt. Good God. Yeah. There's like, I saw Asgardian fucking yogurt. There's like some fucking, from Sweden or, or Norway or some fucking, one of those, you know, blonde Aryan nations of nice <laughs> European people. Like the Ricola of uh, <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> we make this yogurt and, in the bottom of our pipes. And then, yeah, it even had like one of those kind of like a, an Ikea name to it. Like, it was like Skiva yogurt. I'm like, the is this? I'm telling you, every country is like trying to popularize their own yogurt. First, it was Greek yogurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now we got Scandinavian yogurt. I'm waiting for Swahili yogurt. I, I heard Swahili yogurt was the bomb. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Hey, you know, half the fucking yogurts were Greek yogurts, but then they were like Greek organic. Oikos. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oikos. Oh, God. <laughs> well, actually, Sprouts does not have Oikos. Like, Sprouts, you know, Sprouts is a bougie, hipster-ish, very, um... Crunchy, organic. Crunchy, organic, yeah. you know. It's like a farmer's market. Man. Like, I am terrified that my continued exposure to Sprouts, like, at some point my mustache is going to be like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna curl up. <laughs> it's gonna curl upwards. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna say like, oh, I liked that band before anyone else heard of them. <laughs> Wait, I bought that yogurt before everyone else did. <laughs> I, I don't live by organic, uh, farm to mouth <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> that, that's uh, artisan. <laughs> FTM. FTM. Farm to mouth. I want that yogurt to go <laughs> go straight from the cow into the. Whatever fucking, however the fuck you, <laughs> culture, probiotic, fucking, whatever the, the fuck. Swedish horn. Remember, <laughs> we talked about this already. <laughs> it, it, so this job is like, they, they, they'll send me to these, like, right now my main thing is that they send me to supermarkets and we move shit around. Because yeah. in typical corporate America, someone has to make themselves important by saying, you know what? You don't want to really help yogurt sales if we take everything down and move it around. <laughs> it's like a game of Tetris, but it's all yogurt. So I'm like, me and, he, and these two ladies were just taking down, and then they, they send us this freaking schematic, and we're like, all right, that goes there. The the old, the, the faye, or if you prefer, faggy <laughs> yogurt. 
<laughs> it's funny, on the package it says pronounced Faye with a Y. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's F-A-G-E. It's like a gyro. It's a gyro. It's <laughs> a gyro. <laughs> gyro Yeah. Yeah, it, like, all this goddamn yogurt. It's like moving all this shit around for seven hours, bro. Like, it's 16 feet of yogurt. That's more, they got more yogurt than this motherfucker has comics in his store. <laughs> Think about it. I'm just surprised you actually measured the footage. No, it, but every, everything's in four foot increments. Unless friend. they have a sign there, we got 16 feet of yogurt. <laughs> no. Well, see, well, what you fail, what you, outside, what you fail to realize, my friend, I've been a retail rep for a very long time. And most most doors, you know, every section is either three feet or four feet, my friend. This is not happenstance. This is a fact of retail life. But is there is there like a difference in distance when you measure a yogurt than like non normal land? Like how they have with with no, it's a, a it's a, like it's a fucking on, fridge, when, bro. Like, you know, when you're in the when it's when four on, feet of fridge. <laughs> When you're or in the ocean and shelf. you have like nautical miles versus normal miles, are there yogurt miles? No, no, no. The, the, this is not this is not America. There, there's a standard metric. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. wait, this is the metric system we're now using. I am breaking your brain. <laughs> I, I have switched roles with, with Sam's yet. I'm trying to break his brain today since my brain is only at like 40 percent right now. <laughs> Because I am fucking tired. I have gone so hard. I've been up since 4.30. I have not taken a break. <laughs> worked at the supermarket. Worked another gig. Ran around like a chicken. My head cut off. Barely got to my house. Just in time to meet this guy. Get over here. Put together this. And here we are. At some point. I, as I warned on Facebook today. I may fall asleep at some point in the middle of the show. I might. I may just. I may face desk. This desk I, right now. I, and I know Sam is praying for me to just face desk in the middle of the show. I am. So we can weaken and Bernie's me. Like. I am. I'm going to try to keep him also straight. Watch my Dave Franco impression. <laughs> See? That's exactly what happened. That's why I have to, I have to persevere. I have to, shove, I have to keep shoving caffeine into my body. See, I, I, I definitely have, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, you're not used to being awake that early and stuff. Oh, no. I've been awake since 4.30, th- like, this morning, since last year. <laughs> that, that. But you're not used to it, so I can't, I, I get it. I, I got you. Uh, yeah, you know, that, that, that is your fault. Yes, it is. No, hey, that's hey, 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 That's your Don't fault. Don't blame the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that, that, that's why Dre Cervantes believes in pulling out. <laughs> Hey, but no matter what you Crunchy Sashimi has joined us, and Ryan SoCal RMD has joined us on. See, no, go home and take a nap. I can't take a nap. If I miss a week, everyone will think I stopped doing the show. And then we come back next week and we have like one viewer. <laughs> and we'll have 10 views. Yeah, yeah what, what I've learned in this podcasting business is once you start doing this shit, it's perpetual motion. You yeah. have to keep doing it. You can't stop doing it unless you intend to stop. And I can't stop because this is one of the only things that's keeping me going in life. Is <laughs> showing up here and being a jackass for an hour every Monday night. If I don't have this, I don't know what I have in my life. Talking about faggy yogurt. Faggy yogurt. Good God. <laughs> you know what else is faggy? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that might be the worst segue I've seen <laughs> so far, but go ahead. Oh, no. There's been far worse, I'm sure. Yeah. The internet, or the gaming internet, was broken last week. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, uh, Twitch, something that we, uh, that, that we, that we use. Uh, uh, there's, there's a game right now called Fortnite. And it turns out that 
Um, the softest rapper in the game, as declared by uh, Ghostface Killer. Drake decided oh, yeah. to join uh, a person playing Fortnite. He's like, I'm going to join you. We're going to play some Fortnite. And they broke the Twitch record of viewers. It had just been set recently by some douchebag with a fucking... I don't know what the fuck he was doing. But he had like 300,000 viewers concurrently. A Dave Franco impression? I mean, well, that'll get you thrown off Twitch. <laughs> I'm shocked. Thank, because we only have like two viewers, like Crunchy and Chanel and Ryan... Uh, we did not. We didn't get thrown off by Twitch of you constantly, and here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, hashtag crazy. <laughs> and so, now, time for the day of Franco. <laughs> God damn it. And, hey, Dre, why don't you ever get sponsors? We can all play the game Franco. <laughs> So Drake went and played this game Fortnite yeah. with this guy, and of course, right after he t this guy, and then he played with a guy who's already was pretty popular. Mm -hmm. He had like a hundred thousand viewers already, and then Drake tweeted it out, like, and then they went over half a million people watched these guys play a video game. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of my my my, my non gaming or like peripherally gaming friends are like, why do people watch people play games? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like sports. Why do we watch people play sports up here? You watch to see good people win and watch bad people suck. <laughs> and it, it was insane. This guy, uh, this uh, this uh, tw Twitch streamer, Ninja, mm -hmm. he literally made like $200,000 that night. These people make fucking money. Oh, yeah. If you can get a big enough uh, friggin' audience... You make B A N K bank. Drake helping. I, I don't know if that was the intended result, but, but Drake went on, and then they actually brought in another rapper who I've never heard of, and then um, there was a football player who who, who joined them, and they they formed on this, and yeah, they were just, and they're all tweeting out. I think it even got up to as high as six hundred thousand people were watching people play this a game that's technically free. <laughs> it's a game Fortnite. You can download it and play it. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a battle royale game. Yeah. I am not interested in, but <laughs> I, I watched it for a few minutes because uh, yeah. it was uh, last Wednesday when it happened. Because mm -hmm. we we were just we were finishing the 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 multiverse comic show, mm -hmm. and then afterwards I saw on, on online. I'm like, holy shit! And and then because of this, as SoCal RMD uh, Ryan has mentioned on Twitch, <laughs> there's a celebrity pro am coming up at E3 now. They're they're going to do a a, a, pro, a pro amateur tournament where oh, they're going to wow. bring in a bunch of celebrities to, yeah. to play alongside professional uh, Fortnite players, and they're going to do that and try to capitalize on this. Because suddenly, all these celebrities were tweeting out about it. I think uh, I think one of my favorite ones was uh, Chrissy Teigen, who has been a known nerd. She tweeted, would anyone want to watch me play Animal Crossing and shake trees? <laughs> and then Twitch, and then Twitch's uh, Twitter account immediately responded, yes. Well, it's getting to the point where a lot of these eSports guys mm -hmm. are becoming legit celebrities mm -hmm. on Twitch. I mean, and it's become so big that Buildings close by us hmm. have arenas devoted. Yeah, there, 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 there's a Blizzard arena somewhere nearby, <laughs> somewhere around. Yeah, the over the Overwatch League happens uh, in, in a city nearby here. <laughs> That's crazy. Near, well, somewhere, <laughs> so, somewhere. We're, right we're, we're not looking out the window. Directly at it. At it. At it. No. <laughs> no secret podcast studio. The worst kept secret in podcast history. <laughs> but in, you know, but the, the other thing is about this. Is the reason why there's a lot more of the celebrity interaction is because all these celebrities are people who are our age, 
and we've been gaming since we were children, and it was it, gaming was normal for us. And that's because the other big thing is now all these people talk, oh, people watch anime, like, oh, all these celebrities watch anime, like. They all grew up in this anime generation of yeah. you know once yeah. you know tsunami started showing all all the all the all the non mainstream stuff and like Dragon Ball was on mm-hmm. TV and all that stuff. Bunch of gamers and nerds are becoming adults, becoming celebrities. Hell, I, I we're not too far away from maybe in the distant future. There's gonna be people in power who are gonna be nerds. Well, and uh, I mean that's going. O- to Obama was Obama. the closest we ever had to kind of yeah. like you know. No, that's that's going. He, to he was, he was kind of like your gamer dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he, he was kind of like the uh, I'm a cool dad. What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> you guys got you guys playing playing some ball? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want I want to get involved. <laughs> well, let's have some science. I like science. I get the feeling that within our lifetimes we're gonna have a full nerd uh, president. We have to. Oh yeah, within so our lifetimes. Oh, demographics are breaking down and nerds are accelerating. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be happening. It's gonna happen soon. within our lifetime. No, it's like, the... but that's the thing. Now, if there's gonna be a nerd president, there's gonna have to be like more nerd legislation. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Stop attacking video games, you fucking old shitheads. <laughs> I'm gonna see. And without going too much, we want to take a shot or two at some do celebs. I mean, if you mean by punching them. Yes. Uh, playing against them? Uh, unfortunately, as much as I like to tell a lot of these, you know, celebrities, come get these hands, these hands are getting arthritic. <laughs> That's the other side effect of gaming since you were a child. These hands have fallen apart. <laughs> you know who's not undefeated? Father Tom. <laughs> Uh, we've mentioned before on this podcast, we're going to be the first generation that's going to get arthritis before 40. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like, much like athletes, you know. Shit, that's going to happen in the next two years for me. Yeah, oh, dude. We're, we're freaking, we're, we're done. Like, I don't know if I can keep up with like eight people. we're like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I'm going to have to have, like, uh, freaking, uh, I'm going to have, like, Tony Stark make me some uh, some freaking <laughs> robotic hands. Robotic much hand. like, you know, the... He's making robotic uh, robotic uh, suit for for Rhodey because yeah. you know what also happened last week the fucking in, a new Infinity fucking War fucking trailer fucking came out holy fucking shit yeah and honestly I was kind of, I've been excited mm-hmm. for Infinity War but this last trailer I really shot my goo <laughs> oh. and let me explain why. <laughs> Because this was the first time they actually made references to the original story yeah. that all this nonsense is based off of. The original story, the Infinity Gauntlet, when that young Dre, back in 1991, got his hands on, like, so, somebody at, at school let me read Infinity Gauntlet number three. And that's the one where all this shit is happening. Like, you know, it blew my fucking mind. All these heroes are getting their fucking dicks kicked in. Fucking Thanos! I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? What is that thing that he has? And that was because prior to that, I I bought my comics at Walden Books at the local Montebello Town Center, yeah. not the shops in Montebello, Montebello Town Center back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I'd grab X Men comics or whatever. After reading that freaking Infinity Gauntlet number three, I wanted to learn more. I found an actual fucking. Comic shop. I started looking for comic shops. Mm-hmm. I got my hands on my first ever previews. You know, oh, like, right, yeah, yeah. I got my hand. I'm like, what? You get to know <laughs> what's coming out? Three. I remember. I remember that was a huge revelation to me back in sixth grade. No, oh, you know what's coming out. Yeah, yeah it's a, you, like you know what's coming out in three months. But you, you, you got you. <laughs> you get this? Yeah. Oh my god! And I started doing. And that's when I truly became a comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. And and that's why this, this this story is so important because that that was my fucking 
my introduction into being a comic book fan. Yeah. And just and the, and the lot everyone everyone is losing their shit in the trailer where like where where Captain America is like standing up to Thanos because that's kind of that's something that kind of happened in the comic book originally yeah, as well. Yeah. They're all, they they're making it look much more badass in the mm-hmm. movie. Fuck yeah. But the thing that really got me was when Gamora was explaining what Thanos would do with the Infinity Gauntlet. Where, where she said, if he gets the entire gauntlet, he will wipe out half the universe with a snap of his fingers. And you know what's great? Because in the comic book, he actually did that. Like, because mm-hmm. right now, they're kind of pussyfooting around, you know, because like, in the original comic, he had already gathered all six yeah. and just ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the movies, he's slowly gathering them. That way they can... The the fight will be, is a lot more uh, feasible. Yeah. <laughs> in the comic, he only allowed them to, to think that he had yeah, a chance to did, win. Did he, like, depower himself? Yeah. No, he depowered himself because uh, uh, Mephisto, the, the devil of the Marvel Universe, is like, you know, what will really... Because, of course, as, as all... Re- the many, one of the many reasons why villains do things. Thanos gathered this and became powerful for the love of a woman, but not just any woman. Thanos is in love with the living embodiment of death. Mistress Death. She is in charge of all of death in the Marvel Universe. And he wanted to impress her. He has the most superior murder boner in the world. Oh, (laughs) good God. It was such a big murder boner, he killed half the universe. He literally did. It was great, because in the comic, he just, he gathered the six, six gems, and he's like, and then he realized, she's, she's blowing off, like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't done what I promised to do. And then he raises his hand, he snaps his fingers, and then you cut to like all uh, everywhere on the world, and then you just half of people are gone. You see cars crashing. Sadly, he only has a quarter chub after that. <laughs> it, it was amazing. It was like I, like seeing that happen. Like a villain succeed because usually a lot of you know, serialized comics, like oh, yeah. the villain gets almost to the point of winning and then fails. No, no, mm-hmm. he actually succeeded, mm-hmm. and then they worked their way back because yeah. obviously you can't. You can't just let them win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you find Thanos out. wins. Thank you. Good night, everybody. And then, and then it's funny because, like, the thing is, you find out later, the only reason they can ever beat Thanos is because subconsciously he knows he doesn't deserve the power and he allows himself to be defeated. Mm-hmm. He's self-sabotaging. He knows that he's not worthy of omnipotence because it's happened before. Mm-hmm. This The same writer, Jim Starlin, he's the one who created Thanos and mm-hmm. he wrote one of the bigger stories back in the 70s. When he first yeah. introduced, and then later on, he wrote this crazy tale in 1991. It's like, oh, he doesn't want. I mean, he knows he shouldn't have this power. He seeks it, he acquires it, but he knows he shouldn't have it. Hmm. It's psychological. Just sixth, uh, sixth grade, sixth grade me was like, <laughs> I've always been fascinated with him, and now we've reached the point, and. Where this is happening yeah. visually, where everyone's going to kind of get to experience this insanity of my one of my favorite villains. Period. Mm-hmm. Because I I had to go yesterday after watching Black Panther mm-hmm. uh, take Lily so that she could see Civil War mm-hmm. to see how all of this was starting to loop together. Yeah, how everything and like, like so she saw how Black Panther was in Civil War. She's like, oh my god, and then she was like. And that's Spider-Man? Yeah. She, she just started losing her shit. And oh. I was like, and this is coming out in a month. Oh, <laughs> see right there. See, like, these, like, now for, for, for the next, for this current generation, these movies, like, much like these books were for me, introducing me to this crazy world 
and yeah. showing me what the potential of all this insanity of like oh wow like you're falling into this rabbit hole of stories and getting emotionally invested the movies now for you know for for your young daughter Lily these movies are doing that for her we're like no she you you take her to go see Black Panther you show her Civil War she sees all this stuff yeah. has she seen she she obviously needs to see Spider Man Homecoming now she has oh she has oh, okay yeah, I took her oh, okay you took her yeah. but you said you had to take her to go see Civil War after you she had watched. Yeah, I took uh, yesterday after Black Panther. Uh -huh. She watched Civil War for okay. the first time and saw how Spider Man was in it. Oh, okay. Because she had she had seen Spider Man without seeing Civil War. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, if you need me to bring over Homecoming, I need to <laughs> can bring it. No, to no, you. we 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 covered it. <laughs> okay. But she was the only thing she was disappointed was like, why isn't Wonder Woman in it? Oh, and unfortunately, that's like she's busy hanging out with Batman and, and Superman. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> another that's another that's a longer conversation. <laughs> But with this trailer of, yeah. of Infinity War coming out, we unfortunately discovered something not as cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, at the same time this trailer came out, it was also the same day that Civil War tickets went on sale. Uh, not Civil War. Okay. God, Nessie, put that in my head. Infinity War tickets <laughs> went on sale. God yeah. damn my brain. <laughs> and Pete, see, normally Pete, myself, our buddy Enrique Cruz, and our your, your, your awesome lady, Joanna Morales, we all go and watch it together. There's a theater in Whittier mm -hmm. where normally on Thursday nights they always where the do. Where the girls are pretty. <laughs> and Thursday nights they have a discount night, and so we've been taking advantage of it ever since. Like freaking of uh, uh, the first. I, I, uh, well, I've joined you guys yeah. from Avengers going forward. Yeah. I've for pretty much every Marvel movie, and they'd have a five dollar, and later on became a six dollar night. So oh, we're watching a brand new movie because the movies would come out Thursday night. They'd still honor the the yeah. discount price. So we've been doing that for the last. A. Yeah, six what? years. <laughs> like for me, well, six years for me. I'm sure you had been going prior to that, even before Avengers. So. Maybe I don't remember. It's possible. Like, I remember. I, I joined. I feel like I joined. I joined the team. <laughs> going, I joined. I joined team. You know, nostalgic. You can watch the movies. Like, I remember Avengers. Like going and watching that at midnight. And they started at, at one a.m. Yeah. <laughs> but so Pete has a relationship with that theater, they, they yeah. will let Pete know when the tickets are on sale, because Pete always comes, we, we go watch every comic movie, every nerd movie there. Yeah. Pete went to go pick up the Infinity War tickets, and they were full price. They oh. were not discount. <laughs> yeah. And they inform, they inform Pete, it's, it wasn't the theater, it's fucking Disney. Yeah. Disney decided, now, not just for Infinity War, but now, apparently, for all Disney movies, no discounts allowed. So even like your discount days, like your your Edwards has a discount. Mm -hmm. I know Edwards does, you know, random discount days, uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays Sundays, or Sundays, yeah. depending on they the theater. They don't apply to Disney films now. For like at least a month, apparently, right? Yeah, it's like you can't a couple dis weeks. Yeah, like you cannot discount the movies. Like before, we saw Last Jedi for we saw Black Panther for for six bucks. So wait, that, does that include uh, matinees? I don't know. I don't know. Because that's how I saw Black Panther. Right. I, I, that's well, the only well, way Black I Panther. had enough money. Right, exactly. It's expensive to go mm -hmm. to the movies. So like, that's why a lot of these theaters now do those discount days. You know, obviously, there's a big uptick. Like, one of my friends said, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm surprised they, they, they would do discounts. I'm like, no, it's like you get more, like, you get more people in the theater. That those people then hopefully will buy some concessions that makes up the difference for the theater. You know, yeah. Obviously, if you inspire more people to come in, it's likely they're going to spend some money in the theater. They'll they'll pay ten bucks for five cents of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, and then the management they felt bad because you know Pete always comes by. They gave him two free passes, and so Joanna's like, "Oh, we can go see a wrinkle of time." And then Pete's like, "Oh no, 
<laughs> These passes don't work on Wrinkle in Time, at least not for like yeah. three more weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. <laughs> so it's not just, I thought it was just going to be for Infinity War. Yeah. Obviously, Disney wants this to be the biggest movie of all time, naturally. They've put all this effort into yeah. it. But yeah, Disney's being a dick about this. Look, the the look Evil Empire. The, look at all the movies that they have coming up that are no. going to be in high demand. All the Star Wars movies. All Star Wars, all the Marvel all movies. The Marvel movies. All of the all, all, Disney movies. All their live, because they're converting everything to live action. Yep. We got the yeah. Will Smith Aladdin coming out. I'm waiting for live action. <laughs> oh, yeah, you forgot about that for a second, huh? I forgot about that one. I'm waiting for live action Little Mermaid. Oh, live action Little Mermaid. That's, I'm, I'm sure that, that's, in, that's in the in the freaking pipeline, right? They got right now, I'm sure. I'm waiting for that one. That one's going to be Because they're, they're just going through all of them, because yeah. Beauty and the Beast was the biggest movie last year, right? It was good, too, man. That, that's right. I, 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 haven't, I, I haven't had a chance to see it myself. Yeah. The original Beauty and the Beast, I was like, eh, I don't give that much of a... I was like, I'm, I'll, I'll go to bat for Little Mermaid all day. But Beauty and the Beast was, didn't do it for me. The live-action one was absolutely beautiful. All right. It was a great movie. Nice. Oh, Ryan on, on Twitch, like, how fair is it that we had Lou Ferrigno and a bucket of paint, cheesy Captain America on a motorcycle, and my nephew gets Infinity War? I mean... <laughs> Hey, hey, man, at least we, we get to see it. Well, we, yeah, we put it we put in the time. <laughs> this, 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 this is the, the re- all this stuff is the result of us giving a shit. So yeah. and, uh, that we, and no, and it's not just that. Without us giving a shit, it, we, we wouldn't get nephew it. wouldn't have shit to watch. So that, 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 that's that's a perspective we'd have to we'd have to have in regards. Like, because I, I know like I know some of our friends have mm-hmm. always been like, oh, kids see it, they didn't earn it. They didn't earn it. I, I, but the other side of it, we earned it for them. Yeah. Like we 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 paid the price. Us and JJ Abrams. <laughs> we paid the price of being picked on and yeah. being ridiculed for being in a like me showing up to school and a fucking like Transformer shirt and being made fun of and all this shit. And you know, like oh, like we paid the price yeah. for today. Like every kid is wearing freaking comic book shirts and video game shirts. Like yeah. it's okay now. Oh yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Now. It's cool. It, it is acceptable yeah. to love. Fucking something that isn't sports. <laughs> Back then, it's, it's okay to love sports, but oh, I, I like. Uh, I've always been a big Nintendo guy. I used to get made fun of that all the time. Middle school, I took a fucking verbal beating for giving a shit about Nintendo. Good yeah. God, I freaking I, I got traumatic mental scars from that shit. <laughs> but you that, know what? That old battle between Super Nintendo and Genesis was brutal, man. <laughs> Genesis does what Nintendo. Nintendo. Don't. <laughs> Classic was, marketing campaigns. That was some brutal shit. Oh, man. Blast there. processing. And I got to tell you, I was one of the lucky ones. My brother got the Genesis and I got the Super Nintendo. Nice. We were both able to balance it out really well. <laughs> you know, I would get whatever games that mm. we wanted to play on SNES, like Tecmo Bowl and stuff like that. And uh, we would get Mortal Kombat on mm. Genesis. <laughs> it was funny. I had to, like, trick my mom because, like, because I had a Nintendo growing up. I had an NES, but then they, my mom wouldn't buy me a Super Nintendo because... She caught off. They're just gonna, they're gonna fuck you over every five years and sell you a new one. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> my mom caught on. Like, my mom caught on in like '91. <laughs> she, she saw, she saw the ride on the wall. I'm like, they're gonna fuck you every five years. You have to keep buying this new one. I tricked her into thinking the Genesis was something different. So she wouldn't buy me a Super Nintendo, but they bought me a Genesis for a birthday one, one year. Like, they thought it was something different. I'm like, golf <laughs> But later on, I had to buy it myself. Yeah. They wouldn't fucking. What do you want for Christmas? Can I get a PlayStation? No! I'm like, fine then. I'll save some money from working at Comic Galaxy and buy my own PlayStation. <laughs> oh, I couldn't buy an N64. Cause, man, that shit back then was expensive! Oh, yeah. $100 for a game! Fuck you! Yeah, no, I made sure that I got just the PlayStation. One of my buddies got the N64. I saw it in action. I'm like, okay, I'm happy with my PlayStation. I'm cool with this. 
I know. A lot of that stuff is available on uh, on PlayStation Network, shockingly. Yeah, well, uh, one of them, one of my favorites that uh, just came to my mind was the game Return Fire. Oh, oh dude, Return Fire, bro. Can oh. you imagine if they remade that today? Dude, I, I'd want them to remake the 3DO version. Oh, yeah. That, that, was the, like, that was the superior, I, I feel like that was the superior one compared to the PlayStation well, they were one. they both great. They were both great. I mean, those, oh, because I, this other game store I worked at when I was younger called Game Stuff. This was in Monterey Park. It was, it was a mom and pop. Like, if you ever bought an EGM back in the 90s, they had an ad every month. And they would do mail order around the, I, when I actually worked there, I, I pulled Genesis games off the wall, put it in a freaking UPS box, uh, UPS box or a, or a postal service box and run off to go mail it off. <laughs> like, oh, here, go dummy, take this to the mailbox, you're taking the UPS guy. Like, I remember we, they had a 3DO and we got to play, and we played it all the fucking time. That was a great game. Because it, strategically, it was a great game. Oh, yeah. You could either use the tank, you had to use the, the helicopter. Or, or the truck. Or the truck, or, or and then the, the little Jeep. Like, yeah. Because it was, was kind of capture the flag. The Jeep like, is the funniest one, but man. But you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't the capture the flag. Oh, the music, oh, that was the... Jeep and the music kicks in. That's like the ultimate sense of urgency. It's like, They play the Lone Ranger theme when you're in the Jeep. And then my personal favorite was when you got in the helicopter... Flight of the Valkyries. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Flight of the Valkyries. Dun, yeah. da, 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 da. Because when you get in the chopper, you're going to fuck shit up because they can't fire back. You're like, ah! And then, uh, you couldn't capture the flag in the chopper. Hall of the Mountain King was another one of the songs in the game. I believe that was probably for the, for the, for the tank. That was when you catch the flag. Oh, okay. And then you start running back. But uh, once you... Wait, I think, the, I think the tank was of like, uh, was it from... The bridge of the river. Dun, 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 <laughs> Like, the atmosphere of that game was so amazing. Like, because yeah. that, that was one of the, I remember that was the first times where, like, we're musically, because the 3DO was one of the first CD-based systems, so yeah. we could have the, this real audio, music. real yeah. music. And video clips, actually. Yeah, video yeah, when you would win, like, when you'd win, you'd have the, you know, like, the victory parade, and when you'd lose, you'd just see, like, freaking, like, Hitler or, <laughs> or Stalin. <laughs> no, my favorite one on the PlayStation 1 one was the, uh, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Lou Gehrig. Today, I consider myself <laughs> the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And that, for me, was the best part. Like those are some those are some classic gaming moments. Right. Oh man. When you survive like the onslaught of people trying to shoot you down with a flag, and then you have that. Come up. It's uh, that was such a good game. I, I want that game remade. God, that, that, that'd be... Oh, if, if, like, there's been a lot of HD ports of a lot of stuff. Like, one of my personal favorite, like, Burnout Paradise just got remade. Yes! But I'm not sure if it's worth the 40 bucks, though. We were just playing that at Morland's. Oh, really? No, yeah. he, he bought it? He bought the HD remake? Yeah, it, it, it was pretty fun. It, it, it's, it's Burnout. You, you can't go wrong with Burnout. <laughs> oh, man. You know, something else I really want to cover before I forget is uh, you know, this, past, uh, this past Saturday... We had the second to last episode of Dragon Ball Super. Yep, we're getting there. It's it's a big event. Mm -hmm. It's okay, gotten so on, big. No, no, no. We're not talking about the episode. No. No, we're talking about what happened because of the episode. Oh. In in Mexico, in Mex they were having public viewings with thousands, tens of thousands of people gathered to watch it projected on a fucking 
while they like the yeah. local governments were organizing events to watch Dragon Ball Super. I love the the posters. They made it look like a real MMA fight. <laughs> like they yeah. were like Goku, Jiren. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it's amazing that that that. Oh my God! I, I couldn't believe it. And then, yeah. and then when I when I read further stuff about it this morning about the the, the Japanese government sent a letter to the Knights going, oh, please stop doing that. Like like to- Toei Animation yeah. <laughs> was like, please please stop streaming that because they, they obviously want to get paid. <laughs> like they want these people to buy they want it. Accurate ratings. So I mean, they can just if they're gonna do ticket sales, let's do ticket. Check out the t- the ticket sales. Wait, like, I, I think because they were streaming, I think they were probably using like one person's freaking like Crunchyroll account or something. <laughs> Probably. That's or, pretty funny. Or I, I'm sure, because it's the local government. It's like, yeah. The local nerd probably like punched in his freaking <laughs> thing or connected it to YouTube. Yeah. Or something. Like on a Funimation app. <laughs> and then, well, it was great because I saw like, the subtitles were in Spanish. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like represent Mexico, and and then the governments were like firing back, like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Like they're they're asking, please, please don't do this. I'm like, no. <laughs> I think some of them were like, at, like, 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 what do they have to do to get permission? And eventually, they're like, whatever, we're still gonna do it because in, in two weeks, the final episode of yeah. Super is gonna happen. Yeah. And they're like, I'm sure there's gonna be even bigger viewings. Oh and yeah, freaking freaking Mexico, man, it's freaking awesome. It's like. Everyone freaking oh, dude, Mexico loves Dragon Ball, man. I remember, like, like I, I, I caught up on it. Like, once the American dub ended, uh-huh. we started watching it in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, you're watching on a was it was it a Univision yeah. or freaking Canal Tres Cuatro? Because that was the only way you could watch it. Because it was no other. You know... I remember you, and, yeah, you and Cruz telling me that that you guys watched Dragon Ball in Spanish, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell, Maria? Fell in love with the show when she was a kid growing up. Probably also watched it. also watched it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So she watched every episode. Yeah. She knows the series back and forth, so, which is pretty awesome. It, 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 that's one of the fascinating things about Dragon Ball. It really crosses mm-hmm. like borders, oh, yeah. figuratively and literally. Because <laughs> we had an episode where like, you know, they're, they're always talking about, oh, the, 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 the black experience. Like, oh, you know, black people relate with Goku. Mm-hmm. And, and that was even in Mexico. I like, thought you were going to start talking about Mr. Popo. Sorry. Go ahead, proceed. We're talking about the we're talking about the black train guys. No, we're talking about no. It, it, it really uh, it, it crosses borders like all these different. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a Japanese kid to love Dragon Ball. It's like everyone yeah. loves. Everyone can relate to it. It's just this this crazy thing that's been around forever. Yeah. It feels like forever. Yeah, it's like the eighties, right? Like yeah, because I know I was a kid when I was like. When I, my, my my freaking best friend was getting tapes of like, pre YouTube, yeah. you know, back in the nineties, <laughs> where like he was getting like live episodes, like his 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 cousins or would would tape it in Japan, and then they tape a month's worth and then mail it to him, and we were watching it in VHS, and I'm like, translate, translate, <laughs> why aren't you translating? And then there's there's Samson getting Yamcha. He's getting Yamcha. He does we're, that on purpose, actually, which wearing, is really we're, funny. Wearing the gi and he's getting Yamcha. That's just it's it's Dragon Dragon Ball is universal. Yeah, it it shouldn't shock me that it's become like a huge cultural event, and especially Mm -hmm. now that with with this resurgence with Super. Yeah, it's like I shouldn't be shocked that like I'm I'm shocked that we don't have that here in America. How how are we not having freaking like public gatherings? I'm sure there's probably some like local ordinances. Yeah, (laughs) local ordinances are being freaking would be broken. See in Mexico, the government because the government was organizing those Mm -hmm. in in Mexico, right? See, our local governments wouldn't do shit like that. There's no Leslie Nope out there (laughs) who's gonna be like, everyone wants to watch anime. Let's throw it up there. (laughs) 
I think the closest thing we got was when they released the, those movies in the theater. Oh, well, Resurrection the, F? Yeah, and, uh, a couple, couple Battle of the Gods? Yeah. Hey, right. that means I hope we get a, like, because there's going to be a super movie. Yeah, in December. Right? In December. Yeah. So hopefully we get a worldwide release of that. We don't have to wait, like, a few months. Yeah. <laughs> like, Japan gets and then, like, fuck everyone else. <laughs> So like, I, I was totally just like losing my mind when I saw that. I was like, yeah. that's freaking insane. Yeah, like, it was crazy. I remember I read a, an interview with uh, some guy at Togi, and he was saying that uh, when they brought back when they brought Super on, mm-hmm. he goes, he's like, hey, we were surprised how popular it was. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, like maybe it's like maybe it wasn't as popular in Japan anymore, but like it's still like, I don't know. I guess that kind of, like, it always dovetails because you know we're we're always talking about because we talk a lot about Nintendo we talk a lot about Japanese culture yeah like sometimes they get very insulated and they think all right it's not popular here anymore no one cares about it but I don't, I feel like Toei yeah and and, and freaking Funimation or whatever Akira Toriyama whoever they were they don't think it's popular they, they oh we didn't think it was gonna yeah like, Pete was just saying how Toei Animation didn't think Super was gonna be this popular. I think they're very insulated. They didn't realize how it still it still resonated around the world. It's people were hoping for some more content. Yeah. For, uh, for the because 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 ever since series ended, it was just in periodic movies, and, right? Well, no, and people have, were left with the nasty taste of GT in their mouths. So I, I have no stuff. idea what you speak of. Exactly. <laughs> this, this, this GT. Yeah. So Gran this, Turismo. This kind of righted the ship again, and it gave everybody that feeling again. It, it was like it set. That every the positive energy back in place. No, like like, like same here. Like I, I know you know I liked Dragon Ball back in the day, but like I I I'd never watched any of the movies. I'd kind of fallen off, and all of a sudden like the super you know we watch super. I'm like holy shit, this is awesome! Now I'm drawing a fucking web comic every week. <laughs> Saturdays, if you follow my Instagram at SoCalClone, I'm drawing Dragon Ball Super Abridged. <laughs> there are three issues currently up, and I'm going to try to do it every Saturday night, especially since. Super is going to be going away. You can get your super fix of me coming up with ridiculous lines. <laughs> like, Dad, would you say you're as bad of a farmer as you are a father? <laughs> get that abridged content, especially since, you know, Team Four Star isn't going to be giving us any abridged anytime soon. Bastard. I can, I, I, I can try to... They haven't given us anything. They haven't done anything since the Christmas special. Uh, yeah, I, the only I, content see? they've been let, uh, releasing has been through the gaming section. Because all they do now is sit there and play Dragon Ball Fighter Z and just do uh, do videos of them do, with them and uh, the. I'm voice. sure that makes them make, it makes them more money. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it makes them more money on Twitch. Well, it's and YouTube. easier to produce. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. And all they just have to do is the guy voicing Vegeta so that they say, "I'm the Prince of All Saiyans." Get me, son. Yeah. Stop beating me up. <laughs> Come after me. I want to be a carrot. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to fill that. I'm trying to fill that. Fill that hole in your heart. If you need more Dragon Ball abridged, I'm trying to create that because I know when we're watching Dragon Ball Super at, at Nostalgic Book and Comics, like I'm constantly yelling out stuff that I think would they would say in Super. <laughs> so I'm like, now nah, I've just been writing it down and I'm making some comics. So at SoCal Clone on Instagram, you can see that. I feel like I should make its own account, yeah, but yeah, that might be a good idea. That might be a good idea, but I don't know if someone already has at Dragon Ball Super abridged or something. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Well, like it, the, the hashtag has only been used like a hundred times, so I feel like I can totally capitalize on that. <laughs> no one else is really using it apparently. So hey, I, I can I can stumble upon something that'll that'll some creative endeavor that'll make some money because this ain't making any money, man. But you know you know something that I was excited about, but I'm not excited about now. 
Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. Because as much as I fucking love Pacific Rim 1, that that's fucking... Like, speaking of, you know, Japanese stuff I love as a kid, that was like Godzilla versus fucking Voltron. That's like, yeah! <laughs> giant robot fighting giant monster. That and, and As much as people are like, oh, but... Well, Pacific Rim's kind of dumb. I'm like, you know what? It's the most awesome, dumb movie ever made. Or it's the dumbest, awesome movie ever made. <laughs> you can thank Honest Trailers for that. It's yeah, awesome, dumb robot movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, that, that, it, it, again, recapturing the feeling. Because a lot of, you know, everyone's always trying to play on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And for me, Pacific Rim really, like, Intentionally or unintentionally, really hit me right in the feels when I watched that movie the first time. The theater I was like, "Holy fucking shit! This is amazing!" <laughs> Things your inner eight year your yeah. inner eight year old would love. Oh yeah, man. giant robots, giant robots punching giant <laughs> monsters, <laughs> giant robots with rocket punches, <laughs> using using freaking trucks as brass knuckles, using a boat as a baseball bat. <laughs> you just described that, uh, Big Man Japan. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it was like Pacific Rim was basically it, it's it was Guillermo del Toro's freaking love letter yeah. to freaking you know anime and manga like giant robot manga, giant robot movies, giant monster movies. So, so what was the Shape of Water his own to? Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> that is what the Shape That's... of Water. Was. That's an acceptable answer. Hentai. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> if he showed his love of anime and manga with Pacific Rim, he showed his love of hentai. <laughs> the only thing, honestly, I haven't watched Super Water. I don't know if there's any tentacles in that movie, but mm. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Good old tentacle porn. <laughs> well played, sir. But, so, for the last few years, because Pacific Rim came out in mm-hmm. what, 2013, yeah. and for five years, it's been like Guillermo Toro had written a sequel, he was trying to get a sequel produced, yeah. and Warner Brothers was like, oh, it made money, but it didn't make enough money to justify going again, yeah. and then Guillermo Toro, like, apparently, he decided not to work on it, yeah. and someone else picked it, and I don't know who the hell picked it up now. I, no I, who, I don't know who's in charge of this, and then, you know, obviously... But the movie had fucking Idris Elba. Yeah. Fucking so badass. He does the he does a an Independence Day level speech. Yeah. We're canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so good. Mm-hmm. But then fast forward now, 2018, we're getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. But uh, Guillermo del Toro's not involved. Not involved. And I don't know what it is about the trailers. Yeah. I could not give one single fuck. <laughs> if I was Vegeta, I couldn't give a shit. I couldn't give 25 shits. <laughs> I couldn't give a single shit. And Because we, we rewatched the Honest trailer the other yeah. day. And that's when it really hit me. I was like, this mo- the trailers for the new movie feel very different from the first. Because the first movie was dark and grimy. Like The fights were like in slow motion like you would expect. A giant robot does not move fast. Yeah. And a giant monster will take its time in tearing you apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but these new, this new Pacific Rim Uprising, it looks like a fucking video game. It, it's a, it, you go from, like, rock and sock and robots mm-hmm. to God of War. Okay. Where, okay. where, like, they're doing fucking flips. It's like I'm watching, yeah. I'm watching a, a, a fucking a, a fight. Like, I'm watching, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That, that's what this new Pacific Room looks yeah, like. They, they look very transformative. Yeah, like, they, yeah. <laughs> like, we're like the original one. They're like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like the original one, like the Russian freaking like the the Russian Jaeger looked like a big ass like, like old school. It looks like a fucking nuclear reactor. Yeah. <laughs> like the American Jaeger is named after a stripper. Yeah. Gypsy danger. <laughs> like the the Asian freaking uh, the, the the Chinese uh, freaking Jaeger three arms three triplets who love basketball. I mean, <laughs> it's just everything was stylized. We're like you see these new ones yeah. and it's a bunch of fucking transformers. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. Uh, they're Transformers. They're moving really. Qu- I mean, the fights look like oh, they. It's it's too much like a game where like the original one was like I'm watching a giant monster fight. Yeah. It's a fucking knock. It's a fight. They're bleeding. They're getting in there. They're, you see the blood and guts. Like the robots are getting just as fucked up as the monsters, and they have to go back and keep repairing them every time. Yeah. Or like I feel like in this new one, they're just gonna be like chopping through monsters and like oh no problem, we're good. <laughs> That reminds me, and I want to get your opinion and feelings uh, on this. Ready Player One. I am weirdly neutral about this because I have never read the book, and while I, I've never read the book, mm-hmm. and everyone's being kind of negging the movie, but I don't, I'm not. Why are people negging the movie? I, from what I've read, people are upset that like they, they feel that the trailers are trying to show you how cool it is. Right. And how they like, oh, remember this, remember that. Remember, and, do you like Back to the Future? Do you like uh, yeah. Giant? Do you like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like, mm-hmm. like there's, there's people nagging it because it's really, it's, try, it's, it's, it's trying, trying really hard. It's trying, it's trying to freaking finger the nostalgic butthole. <laughs> it's freaking like it's working the shafts, cradling the balls, and swallowing the man gravy. It's trying really mm-hmm. hard to get people to freaking, oh, check out all this cool nostalgia. Where like me, I'm like, all right. From my understanding, that's what the book is. Where yeah. like, I don't understand why people are getting such nerd rage yeah. over the book being full of nostalgia. Because well, from I talk, my roommate has been working through the book. He's like, yeah, the book is all about nostalgia. You go into the the, the game, the VR game, yeah. and it's yeah, it's a world of nostalgia. So I don't know why I, you're getting exactly what the book yeah. was. So I don't understand people. Last getting, time we saw that in the movie, we had pixels. Yeah. Well, but. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was an Adam Sandler. Yeah, see, that, that, that's, <laughs> a, that's a big difference. I think, like, it, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if this movie failed, because I, because even even being a Steven Spielberg movie, mm-hmm. I recently rewatched that Tintin movie, uh-huh. and it's such a good movie. I don't know why that movie failed so well, so badly, you know. But I think it's just, it, I think it's just like it's, there's an audience for it, and mm-hmm. it's not big. It's not, yeah. It, 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 it's gonna get this movie's gonna get Scott Pilgrimed. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, it's like, that's another movie that I, I'm like, I don't understand why it didn't do so well. You know? Because it's you're appealing to an extremely niche demographic. And then yeah. something that I always bring up about nerds, nerds don't like to pay for shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That, that's, that's your inherent problem when you appeal to like really hardcore nerds. Yeah. They are more than happy to find it illegally on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're more than happy to not pay for it. Like, I'm sure a shitload of nerds watch Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. illegally. Oh yeah, <laughs> the movie. I, I remember look- it was on HBO. Yeah. I, I was like, I'll wait, and then I saw it. And I was like, I shouldn't have waited. I, <laughs> and I, I get the feeling this is going to take that same kind of yeah. feel. I mean, I I, I have it, like, I have a, a massive hate of Michael Sarah, but I still inherently enjoy. I bought the movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. One of my friends. Was like, if you hate Michael Sarah, why'd you buy the movie? I'm like, because everything else around it seems pretty awesome. But that's why I waited to buy it instead of going to the theater. <laughs> I'm like, and Michael Sarah's character actually fits kind of sort of well. I still hate him with every fiber oh, of my being, but I think I was supposed to hate Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so, mission accomplished. Yeah. And so, I, I, 
I'm personally going to go and see it. I want to see yeah. it in the theater. Me it too. looks like it's, it's Yeah, it's going to be everything. very visually dynamic, especially when they're in the uh, in the game or whatever yeah. it's called, o- Oasis, I believe it's yeah. what it's called. But I like I said, I don't have a, a negative or a positive opinion. I just think it's like, oh, this is gonna be a thing that's gonna happen, but I'm like, like, like you just said, yeah. it's gonna end up like Tintin. It's gonna end up like I feel like like it, Scott it, Pilgrim, where it's like it's gonna be very, very specific. Well, it's funny because I read an article the other day because in the book there's a lot of Star Wars references, but obviously we can't do it. They can't do it. Spielberg went to Disney and asked if they could use Star Wars, mm-hmm. but clearly Disney, being Disney, being being the evil empire that they've that they yeah. they've always been, and now. Yeah. And emboldened even evil empire. They're like, oh no, you can't use that. Like, you know, this is Steven Spielberg, who is who, Loki has made a shitload of money for Disney. <laughs> he has made several Touchstone pictures. <laughs> That's true. And even they said, no, sorry, we we can't expose the Star Wars brand. This is this is this is our brand now. <laughs> and then like the article I read, I'm like, I'm sure uh, Spielberg wishes his old buddy George Lucas yeah. controlled it because I think pre pre Disney purchase. Yeah. You see Star Wars shit all over the place, fucking robot chicken. Oh yeah. yeah. Even even some like low key thing where like I saw like the Indian in the cupboard had Darth oh, Vader. Yeah. Oh, Crunchy. I say, uh, Crunchy Sashimi on on uh, Twitch writes Spielberg doesn't appear to have included everything cool from the '80s books. Uh, in the book, the guy he developed he he wanted '80s. He was an '80s nut, and that's yeah. why the game world has it. More like this. Uh, this film looks like. Uh, it sounds like a lot of stuff from the eighties. They couldn't. They, I don't think they could they get a lot. Get the rights they couldn't the get the rights for. or license. Well, obviously, Star Wars being the biggest yeah. one. I know there's a few other. Uh, uh, some some of the Japanese stuff. Yeah, there's the Ultraman. They replaced them with the Iron Giant. Yeah, there, there, there's no Ultraman. They couldn't get the because right now the, the the rights to Ultraman are kind of like in legal legal limbo. And so there's a lot more like it's very nineties heavy instead yeah. of eighties. Well, because the book was supposed to be eighties nostalgia, yeah. but now the movie. Appears to be like '90s because you have more like Ninja Turtles and Iron Giant and the, the DeLorean and all that stuff. Well, DeLorean kind of like <laughs> yeah. bridges '80s and '90s. I was like '88 to, yeah. to '91, but my brain just went through this weird like theory. Like, uh, Ooh, I, a theory. Oh, Sam's your theory. Yeah. Okay. okay so yeah, people are saying like you know uh, we may be able to make ourselves live forever online and like you know like have our mem- like right. our memories downloaded onto something and it could get saved in the cloud or whatever. Uh huh. This is going to happen with video games because all these video games recognize our patterns and everything. And yeah. If you go like even today, if you play a driving game, you can have a ghost of your best performance as you go. This is something that I get the feeling as we get older. Our gaming habits will be able to actually live forever in games, and people can play against us forever in, in, in perpetuity. Down so, the line. so, in the future, there can be a, like, a slightly above average guile that will play like me <laughs> and will turtle all the time. No, like same person. My slightly and then my my slightly okay sagat, which a pro player will be easily easily defeat, but if someone who's yeah. not good well, no. <laughs> will How fail about, against my sagat, Tiger. How about this? My kid wants to play me in something down the line. There you or go. Or my grandkid wants to play against me in something down the line. Play uh, some some and classic tech. Some 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 classic tech and tag. Yeah. Can it like picture? Because like <laughs> retro gaming is always going to be kind of oh, a yeah. thing. Yeah, that's true. Because everybody's going to want to play the games that they grew up. Oh with. man, I want to program some Street Fighter too. I'm going to get my neural pathways. <laughs> well, oh, Crunchy, way to fail Spielberg. I mean. Dude, even Spielberg's influence cannot overcome some stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. Spielberg is a is a he's big, but he's not a he's Disney not Spielberg. Spielberg. Unfortunately, like Spielberg 
is a titan in the industry, but unfortunately, you're dealing with the Galactic Empire of Disney. Emperor Geiger. Emperor Bob Iger would not allow it. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just go and use Jaws? Yeah. Well, the universe, go to Universal, go get a dinosaur, which they did. Yeah, yeah cause that was another thing, because Jurassic Park... actually in the movie. Schiller. I was going to say Jurassic Park is in the movie, but that's something very 90s. No, no, anything that you'll see at Universal Studios that has an association with them, you'll probably see that. Yeah. Does that mean we're going to get a lot of family? We're going to get... Get Toretto and his Mustang. the era. Because, you know, family. Because that's universal. Oh, family. <laughs> Any chance I get to make fun of Vin Diesel, I will get. Yeah, that's my thing, Franco. <laughs> I love family. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Family. We are Groot. We are Groot. We are Groot. Because we're family. Because we are Groot and we are family. <laughs> I want to hear him sing the, uh, Sister Sledge at a karaoke. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. I wonder if he's going to show up in that movie because he's uh, the voice of the Iron Giant. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, he has learned to pick up paychecks for just going in <laughs> right. ADR and like, oh, I am grew. Now say it with a little more love in your voice. I love grew. <laughs> now... Say it bewildered. I am Groot? <laughs> now say it with all the rage in your heart. I am Groot. There was one Comic-Con where we did this with Hulk Smash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see a pretty girl. Hulk Smash. <laughs> you drop your taco. Hulk Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, coach. I'm just picturing the taco breaking and like having reached like the broken shell on the ground. He's like, oh, oh smash. <laughs> the sadness. The sadness of him smashing his taco. Yeah, we spent an entire Comic Con. It, it was me, Matt Hamlin, <laughs> Jai Polidor, and, and Harold Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Four of us in Wizard World, Los Angeles. When the the, the, the the one or two times they did a Wizard World in L.A. That 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 the old Hulk, Hulk, Hulk like the Inquisitive Hulk, Hulk Smash, <laughs> insightful Hulk, Hulk Smash, <laughs> the sarcastic Hulk, Hulk Smash. <laughs> <laughs> forgot. He, he freaking low-keyed us with the... He, he took it back. The, the old-school callback. It's me, I'm Mario. 
It's a me, a Groot. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you can always catch us every Monday night right here. Hey, on me, that <laughs> You're crossing the streams. You're crossing the streams, God damn it. You can watch us every Monday night. Yeah. Be sure to be pressing the like button. Press the like button. I should have said that at the beginning. I, I thought about that all day. I'm like, I got how do I comfortably work that in without sounding <laughs> desperate? Press the like button, damn it. Like I was gonna just hold up a sign. Press like. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do that next week. I'm, I'm gonna write on the back of the format. You like button. You love button. People have made comments about how you put your head down and then it's just the top of your head. You should put a note on the top of your head. <laughs> No, the, the, the glare. Like, you, we can't see it because of the lights yeah. in here. Or, uh, uh, frequent, uh, infrequent viewer, uh, Calvin, always complained about the, the glare off my shiny dome. <laughs> Where's a Monday night, 8 p.m., here on Facebook Live. If you don't have Facebook and you're listening to this, remember, you can listen to this on SoundCloud. Yep. You can listen to it on iTunes. You can watch us on twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. If you're listening to this and watching some other way and you want to follow the page, we make posts. Facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. Follow my Twitter Dre, at Dre GP podcast. I have been tweeting every, I've been making a point to tweet every day. I say something ridiculous. Yeah, every day. Like the other day I said, if I were to frequent a gentleman's club, I would want to wear a cummerbund and a top hat. Just me. You forgot the monocle. Oh, I forgot the monocle. So uh, our, our friend Daniel Flores brought up a monocle, so you can I, I can be Mr. Peanut, <laughs> <laughs> and then I can pay to get my peanut off. <laughs> At Dre GP Podcast, follow us on Twitter. There's some comedy going on over there. I'm saying ridiculous shit like, I think John Cena at this point has a bigger film career than Hulk Hogan. Although, unquestioned, The Rock has lapped everyone. The Rock is like, yeah. there's no, The Rock isn't a wrestling guy who's an actor. The Rock is a legitimate actor. End of argument. Legitimate actor, I mean, he will make that motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker made it a Jumanji movie that made a shitload of money. He's an actor. Okay. <laughs> he did that central. Uh, that if was if Adam Sandler's a fucking actor, The Rock is an I actor. I don't consider Adam an actor. That was it, Central Intelligence? Dude, that was fucking hilarious. Oh, dude, and he played the straight man. To, no, no. He played the comedian to Kevin Hart playing the straight man. Yeah. Which was funny. That was the funniest they, they, time. Funniest Kevin Hart has ever been. Yeah, Kevin Hart trying to not be funny. That, not he, forcing it. He didn't force it. Unlike his... Stop it. Thank you. Wow, I'm tired. I almost said some <laughs> fire shit. As always, we want to thank our show contributors. Irvin Patala, Key FM, Rick Mears, our newest show contributor, Arturo Solorio. He's been sending me a shitload of ideas via Facebook Messenger. If you want to be a show contributor, contact the show if you have some ideas of stuff you want to talk about. If you want to come down and be a guest on the show, if you can make it to the Los Angeles area and creepily be behind me like this gentleman right now, you can come down. You have something you want to talk about? Come down here. Talk with us. We'll put you right in the middle. I'm sure Pete will be happy to move over. You can sit right next to me and yell at me about whatever topic you feel like. And I will sit back and fire back whatever I think. Uh, what else do I got? Did I hit everything? Oh, Chanel on Twitch. Thank you for, so much for always helping us out with the Twitch feed. Um, Wednesday nights, myself, Pete Molini, 
the Multiverse Comic Book Show, live from Nostalgic Books and Comics. If you want to learn about comic books, if you want to hear more about comics, Pete is the man, and I'm his sidekick on those nights. And I have, apparently, I have a puppet behind me. With a, <laughs> you see, you're a puppet with a, you got your own hand up your own ass right now, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Be, I'm flexible like that. Be cool. Yeah, The Rock was awesome, and be cool. That... That was The Rock's breakout role, I feel. Yeah. Playing a, a gay man mobster. Yeah. Rock was really good in that. Thank you for watching. He showed versatility. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Be sure to always like the show. While the video is on, hit the like button. It helps. It's like, remember in Dress Park? <laughs> we drop the water, it goes in, and the ripples come out. If you like the, the, the video while, we're, while you're watching it, it makes the ripple go. It, it, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. And it forces more people. It forces Facebook to tell people, okay, this this bald guy is on with <laughs> Silent Bob over here talking about some nerd shit while the guy in the background is jerking off. <laughs> is that Dave Franco? <laughs> What's Dave Franco doing on that show? <laughs> Thank you, as usual. Thank you, everyone. If you commenting, liking, this is we do it live because we love the interaction with you, with, with you guys. Thank you so much. Have yourselves a good night. We'll see you next Monday. I do it for the falafels.